welcome to your one and only stop for all things Mega League related. This is Speed's Megapod Season 5. Episode 9 of your one and only stop for all things Mega League related. As always, I am the maestro of the Megapod Speedtastic, and I am joined by the guy who will never miss a delivery, but will probably miss a start here and there, the one, the only, Appalachian Bassin, Jeb. Thanks for coming on, man. Oh, thanks for having me, Speed. It is Season 5, Episode 9, baby. The Adam Cianzarulo episode. The the Ivan Tedesco episode, and now some people that everybody might recognize. The Ted Williams episode, the Drew Brees episode. Excited to be on here, Speak. Episode 9 should always be the Ted Williams episode. <laughs> uh, scheduling update, we are a weekly podcast, and we make podcasts weekly. Um, Jeb got on the docket a while back and wanted to come on and do this, so if you want to do this and you're listening to this podcast, just let me know. More than happy to have you come on next weekish, or, you know, whenever we get around nope. to it or you get around to it in your schedule, more than happy to have you. Jeb, you got a quick question of the day here. I do. Um, I'm a big podcast guy. I listen to all kinds. Uh, but uh, I, I heard this question on one of them, so I figured I might put it in there and see if you delete it or not. So I see you didn't. <laughs> so uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, in the 1995 movie, Grumpier Old Men, what is the name of the legendary fish that Max and John try to catch which shares its name with a famous baseball pitcher from the 70s. The only fish-related player I know from the 70s, I mean, you got Mike Trout now. I mean, that would be a great one to have, but it would be Catfish Hunter. Ooh, that's a good guess, man. Is it Really cat- good guess. I mean, you can't tell me, but I think that would be my only real guess would be Catfish Hunter. I forgot about him, dude. That's that's <laughs> no. such a cool name. <laughs> that is a cool name. Really cool baseball card. I'm sure Jeb would love to show us that. If I had one. <laughs> yeah, if I had one, I'd, I'm sure I'd show it. Um, and then, let's see, what's another pitcher from the 70s? Vita Blue would be another guess. That seems like a weird name. That could be a fish's name. Yeah, Blue Fish, yeah, blue or fish? Blue Catfish. Yeah, that would be my guess, but uh, I don't know. I'm not good with the fish trivia. I figured I had to throw it in there since I had 
fish and baseball. It's right up my alley, yeah. except for the baseball part. Well, we will come back to it at the end of the podcast. We've got an article of the week, some standings update, news and notes, uh, matchup reviews, matchup previews, team name challenge that was scored this week by Cade, and uh, hotmails, and, uh, hotlines, and the more you know like we always do. So let's jump into this bad boy. <laughs> Article of the Week. Article of the Week for Episode 9 comes from TMZ Sports. I think it was the first place to break it. But uh, it says, New England, ex-New England quarterback Scott Zolak urges Patriots to turn off rap music. Says Cam Newton is distracted by it. This was uh, August 27th at 6... 42 a.m. Pacific, which is very early to be writing about something like this. Former Patriots quarterback Scott Zolak says his former team should turn off the rap music at practice, explaining he believes the tunes are hurting Cam Newton's game. Zolak, who played for New England from 1992 to 1998, was was reporting from the Pats practice Thursday when he made the wild claim saying he believes Cam is straight up, quote, distracted by rap songs that blare over the team's speakers. During workouts, I'd turn the rap music off, first of all, Zolak said on 98.5, the sports hub, because I think it's distracting for Cam here, because in between every throw, he's dancing. Zolak continued, he can't help himself. The 53-year-old former signal caller said, it's a stark difference compared to Patriots quarterback Mac Jones, who said he looks like he came to work again. Like he's here to work, and everything is attention to detail. But again, Zolak added, that's Cam's style. Newton has been known to bust moves at Patriots practice. Cameras often catch him bouncing and moving around from hip-hop while on the field. But Cam has noted Jones' similar love for music, explaining last month he was surprised by Mac Jones' knowledge of rap. Quote, you can catch him in the locker room every time, quoting some future, some baby, Cam said. It's hard to fathom some tunes are playing anywhere, any role whatsoever in the Pats quarterback competition, but Zolak clearly believes that is the case. Quote, He makes a throw and then dances, Zolak said of Cam. The music's cranking here. I know you can hear faintly in the background here. That was while he was reporting. Jeb, your take on Cam's love of rap music, and is it influencing the Patriots quarterback battle? Or is this, like I think, just an old grumpy man yelling at the sky? Yeah, I mean... I get it, and when I first clicked onto this, you know, I was reading through it, and then I seen, um, I guess this is, is is he at FTBVids underscore YT on Twitter? Um, it said, quote, I'd turn off the rap music, first of all, because I think it's distracting for Cam. In between every throw, he's dancing. Cam can't even listen to rap and dance at practice in peace. So, I don't know. I kind of started thinking maybe it was a little bit of clickbait. Maybe he's joking. But then again, if they're in a, a quarterback battle for the spot, you know, maybe he's a little salty about it. I don't think there's anything wrong with dancing in practice and having a good time and being relaxed as long as you get your work in. I think professionals <laughs> should be able to do that. Absolutely. Is Work comes first, but if you can do it and dance, why not? 
And uh, I think this is our back-to-back Cam Newton story weeks. He was a story last week, too, with his uh, having to go see a doctor and still testing negative and continuing to test negative and still being having to uh, miss practices because of the dumb NFL COVID protocol. So there you go. Back-to-back Cam weeks. Very interesting. Um. Awesome. Yeah, anything else you want to say while we're here? Um. Nope, I don't think so. It was last week when you guys talked about Tyler Skaggs? Yes, that was a, we did a double article of the week last week, and gotcha. Tyler Skaggs was the second one. Yeah. News and notes from around the league. Standings update. We got Jake in first place with 16.56. Coming in there hot, Kenny, number two, 15.46. We got T-Shep coming in number three to round up the podium, 13.25. Timbo, 13.25, tied with T-Shep. Cade, Little Shep, and Speed, a 5-6-7 tie with 11.0455 points. This baseball season is very, very close. Right below that, we got me, myself, and Big Daddy Nick. 6.273, 6.273, a tie for 8 and 9. And bringing up the rear in his classic poker wild style, he calls five twos and sevens. Mr. Beekman himself coming in with a 5.5227. If he got that draw in poker, he would be going all in for sure. Speed, what do you think? Do we Beekman watch someone? Oh, I think uh, you, you've got a Beekman watch Beekman. Um, he's a, a whole point down, right at it. You know, you got two guys that are um, above him. I don't think a, a win would keep him. I think he would still be in last if he got another win, don't you think? So you have no shame Beekman watching somebody that's a, a mega league point less than you. Anyone who has ever been Beekman watched will never pass an opportunity to Beekman watch someone else speak. Well, let's hit him with the Beekman watch. Beekman watch. But you are correct. There is a massive group there. There's a group at 13.2, Timbo and T-Shep. Uh, that's a tie for third, so third and fourth place. There's also the tie for fifth, sixth, seventh um, at 11. So pretty interesting, and a tie for eight and ninth with you and Slick Daddy. Um, excited to start playing some different sports. Excited to see playoffs where we have different numbers of Mega League points available um, so we can start seeing some fun, fun, interesting things here uh, popping up and some different uh, folks rising, folks falling. And you never know. There may still be some, some tight races. It seems like there always is at the end. And uh, that's what we're hoping for on the top and the bottom. Absolutely. You love to see a good tight baseball season and hope it continues that way. Uh, general news and notes. Congratulations to Jake and Amy. Their son, Luca Hazel Brewer, has been uh, welcomed into the world. We got the group text first. As always, all important news breaks on the Mega League group text, so we appreciate you letting us know, and congratulations, Jake and Amy. Um, I'm sure he's part of the dad's group chat, just like you are, Jeb. Can you confirm that Jake is now a member? Confirmed. We we have sent him a message. 
And uh, if you count Ben, we are now five out of 11 in the Mega League to be in that group text. So, uh, Speed, that's another group text that uh, you're not in that you would never know about. Alex, what the fuck are you doing? Did you just come in your sister? Ever? I mean, every every rendition of possible group texts, I assume, exists in the world of the uh, <laughs> of WhatsApp. But yeah, I guess I, I don't know about that one if it does exist. Uh, we oh, maybe we'll keep get, maybe we'll get a group text that's like the uh, not dads of the Mega League and just have you know me, Timbo, T Shep, Cade, uh, you know, the the fun group. It exists. It's out there. Yeah, it's out there. Um, other news and notes, some general stuff. Football draft is this Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern. For those of us not on the Eastern time zone, those of us that are in Texas, that will be 7 p.m. Texas time. Um, and it will be on fan tracks. Excited for this, Jeb? You're a football guy. Excited, you guys. You know, that's 5 p.m. Uh, um, Pacific time. And, uh, I wanted to mention one thing. a.m. in the Philippines. Yeah. Got to get all your bases covered. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to mention last week you guys were talking about how you could go into the draft and, and kind of figure it out and stuff. Um, I wanted to recommend, I don't know, not for certain, but I would stay away from trying to do it on your phone if at all possible. My phone has, my fan tracks has been messing up on my phone all week. I couldn't even set my lineup. I had to get on my uh, laptop. So just a heads up for maybe new guy, you know, or anybody because we've never – Drafted on fan tracks. I would just keep that in mind and yeah, uh, use the computer to its full power. You. Yeah, use yeah. the computer to its full power. Um, I don't even think you can get into the draft part of fan tracks on your phone. I cannot um, because I've looked at it on the computer and I've tried to look at it on my phone and it doesn't give me that option. Now, if it gets closer to draft time, maybe it does. I don't know, um, but I wasn't able to find it on my phone, so I'll definitely be grabbing a laptop and I will be drafting from Timbo's place. Uh, him, myself, and new guy are playing golf. We do have room for a fourth. If somebody wants to come down, you, if somebody from Franklin wants to come down, um, I will drive the rest of the way. If somebody from, you know, somewhere else wants to meet us, we will be in Greensboro slash High Point area playing golf on Sunday morning. So I'll probably be going down Saturday night. And then, uh, we'll be drafting from Timbo's, um, that evening. So we have a full day. It's, uh, that Monday is Labor Day, so a lot of us don't have to work. You probably do, Jeb, because you got to keep them deliveries on schedule. But um, I, if you don't have to work and you, you have it the time and you want to play some golf, some really bad golf, and you want to get drunk on a golf course with some friends, uh, let me know. Yeah, I'm not sure if I have to work, but I uh, wish I could come. i got some things to do. I've just been super busy on every weekend. It's hard, but... If we can get that PGA golf tournament started on Xbox, I'm down. Uh, baseball news and notes. Michigan de- defeats Ohio for the Little League World Series. It seems like all the time Michigan is defeating Ohio and things, and this just continues to march on. There was no international bracket because of COVID, so you know usually it's U.S. versus international. It was just U.S. versus U.S. in this one. Uh, Shohei Otani is the first Angel, first Japanese-born player, and fifth-ever foreign player to have a 40-20 season. And I don't know if you've seen anything about Javier Baez and Francisco Lindor, Jeb. They have been giving the thumbs-down sign to the players and fans when they get on base or hit doubles or do something nice. 
you know, the Braves kind of had the mix-it-up thing or the chop uh, when they get on base. Some teams have the wave. Um, they've been doing the thumbs down, and a reporter asked why they do that. And Javier Baez says, well, the, the fans boo us when we're not doing good, so we're going to boo them when we do do good. Um, probably not the smartest thing he's ever done, seeing he's a, as he's a free agent at the end of this year. And uh, pretty interesting to see Lindor follow in on that. Um, Jeb, you've been a collegiate athlete. You think that would fly at a college team? You know, you're getting booed, and then you start thumbs downing the stands every time you do something good. Uh, I, in college, I mean, I've seen some crazy stuff, but I don't know. You, th- you would think if his his contract's coming up, is like, is that a cry out for a trade? Or, you know, it's kind of crazy to be bitter about that, especially when you're a professional athlete. I mean, you, you, you've you worked your whole life to get to that point, and the fans should be the first ones that you're trying to make happy. I mean, I get that it's frustrating, but uh, it seems like they're taking it a little far there. It doesn't seem like it's a good, even if you do want to be signed with a different team. I don't know if any other team wants to sign you, if this is the type of shenanigans you're putting on. Um potential shenanigans that could be brought to the to the new team yeah i mean you gotta think about the kids man they're looking up to them guys yeah be a be a joey Votto. don't be a uh javier baez yeah other than that no one cares about otani so we can move on to football do it give me the football news (laughs) jk dobbins torn acl out for the year I didn't see the video or anything about it, but that sucks for Beekman. Uh, he kept him on his team for this year, so that is a huge blow. Um, maybe will that affect his championship hopes? There were hopes. Well, I mean, I've been in the top, you know, the last couple of years, and uh, Beekman been up there a couple times too. Uh, Mike's team was terrible last year. Yeah, that's true. Moving on, Miami rumored to trade for Deshaun Watson. Uh, that's the that's the rumor. Um, apparently, two is not cutting it, and they want to maybe trade for him. I don't know. I don't know what the play is there, but that's the rumor on the street. Yep, uh, probably some good massage therapists and drugs down in Miami. So, Cade said oh. he has found the massage parlor that Deshaun <laughs> Watson went to. Um, I won't ruin that story, but maybe he'll call it in and tell it. Oh, oh. Opening night is Thursday, September 9th. We got the Cowboys versus the Bucks. Speed, you got in parentheses, gross. I take it you're not a Cowboy or a Buck, even though uh, the Broncos have been bucking off their Ws lately. I, how's your back, bro? That was quite a stretch. <laughs> that was incredible. That was an incredible stretch. Uh, no, Cowboys versus Bucks, gross. But hey, we get football, so that's nice. Um, hopefully, we get a full normal football season, uh, not impacted by COVID too much. Uh, seems like we've had a pretty good baseball season, so so I'm hoping for for a team that plays once a week. And in basketball news, uh, the Vegas odds are out for the MVP betting favorites for the next season. Um, the list is as follows: Luca. Number one at plus 400, Kevin Durant at plus 700, Giannis at plus 800, Steph Curry plus 800, Joel Embiid plus 1,000, LeBron James plus 1,000, Jokic plus 1,400, Dame plus 1,600, Trey Young 
plus 2,000. And then tied for 10th is James Harden and Paul George at plus 2,500. Jeb, what odds do you like the best here? Uh, I got to go with my boy Kevin Durant. Gosh, he's just the man, don't you think? I mean, fantasy-wise, everybody wants Kevin Durant, don't they? Everybody wants Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant even Uh, wants Kevin Durant. That's right. But the thing that stands out to me is James Harden. He's tied for 10th. A plus 2,500. I just don't feel like he should be that much. I mean, all these guys on this list is, are good, but James Harden stands out. I mean, is he still with the Rockets? This is bad. This is very, Steven, very no. bad. No. 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 No, he's been going from the Rockets. I was kind of thinking he's kind of singled out. He's not on the super team. You know. I am having a very bad day. I mean, I plays with the Nets. That's quite a super team. Mm. With Kyrie and your boy, Kevin Durant. Yeah, that's true. I think what we're seeing here is players that are solo dolo or fairly solo dolo. The Lucas, the Giannis, the Curry mm-hmm. kind of, Embiid, um, Jokic. Those players, I think, probably are a little inflated because you can make an easier case for them if their team does well than making a case for, say, the Lakers and LeBron James because they're going to have five other players that are going to be studs. I personally look at this, and I like the plus 2,000 odds for Trey Young. You put $100 down and you get uh, $2,100 back if he gets it. He was a couple games away from the finals last year. It's not a bad look. Not a bad look. Maybe Maybe we'll make a Cherokee outing and go down there and put 10, 15 bucks on Trey Young. Yeah, maybe you can give him some money to uh, get some hair growing. All right. Okay. This week's matchup. Matchup reviews. First one we had, Cadence versus T-Shep. T-Shep pulled out the win, 505 to Cade's 490. Uh, Speed, you picked Cade, and Little Shep picked Cade also, so both got those wrong yeah i think well hold on let me look at the text message Cade was bitching about this and i just kind of ignored him um the other day hold on let me see let me see what happened here he said i'm gonna lose to t-shirt by 15 with a quality start and a w in play but oakland is pulling their starter after five shutout if he went another inning got the quality start and the w i might win um, looks like, no, I don't think he would have won, but yeah, would have been closer. And he did lose by 15. Yep. Uh, next matchup, new guy versus slick daddy, Nick, new guy, 464 slick daddy, Nick, 499 coming in with a clutch dub there. Slick daddy, bottom of the standings guy beating a playoff team. I predicted new guy and I was wrong. Even though it says I was right, let me let me look back and make sure that that was correct. And uh, Little Shep predicted Nick, and he was right. Let me just quick review and make sure that number is right. Yeah, that is backwards. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> New guy had four ninety nine, and Slick Daddy Nick had four sixty four. Uh, so I was right, and Little Shep was wrong. You hate to see that, Little Shep. 
Ah, hate to see. Next one, we had Jake versus Beekman in a bottom versus top matchup. Beekman pulled out the win. 504 to 500. Spee, you picked Beekman, but probably said Commissioner Gwynn, but you got it right. You picked Beekman. Does that count? Uh, and If you hedge your it, bets like that? Oh, it definitely counts because you said Beekman. You're like, I'm going to take Beekman, but probably Commissioner. You want to know the, the sad news about this one? Uh-oh. The difference was four points. Carlos Hernandez had 23 points on uh, Kamisha's bench. What are you doing, <clears throat> step bro? You hate to see oh, it. Oh, Jake, Jake, Jake. mm mm You know, you, you become a dad, things start slipping immediately. Oh, yeah. Uh, next matchup: Little Shep versus Jeb. Jeb, you scored two seventy nine, which I think is the lowest score of this year so far. <laughs> I don't even. I'm not even mad. I'm just impressed. And <laughs> Little Shep scored four hundred and fifty eight. Literally, if he closed his eyes and just like shot at a dartboard to make his line sit start decisions, he would have beat you this week. We both predicted Little Shep would win. Myself and Little Shep, we were both right. What the hell happened, Jeb? Uh, I just had, you know, I had some, a bunch of pitchers go the last week, kind of loaded up. And so just not a lot of starts. I didn't use a move. I used a hitter move early in the week. And then I used a, a a two start move for this week because I figured I wouldn't win. Um, so just trying to play a little strategically and, uh, do the best I can, I reckon. Yeah, playing it smart, that makes sense. Uh, not to add insult to injury, but um, Little Shep's pitchers alone scored 265 points. So Ooh. they were 14 points shy of your whole team. Um, and you had a couple negatives here too, Ryu being a big one and Brault putting up double-digit negatives. That's always tough to overcome when you got a stud throwing up negatives. We've all been there. Speaking of being there, I took an L as well. This was our play, our matchup of the week because it might influence playoffs. Playoffs, five oh six to Timbo's five seventy six. Timbo was the TPF team of the week, so we'll give him that right now. Trailer Fitness presents this week's racket and attack it of the week. Oh, and yeah. in a sad turn of events, I would have beat literally anyone else this week. The good news is it didn't come down to 17 points, which is how much I left on my bench thanks to Carlos Rodon coming back from injury. So at least I don't have myself to, you know, keep up at night over that bullshit. Yeah, Spee, I mean, last week took the loss to me. This is two losses in a row. And on the on the pod last week, in incredible podcast etiquette, I must say, you quote used your loss. You uh, uh, described your loss to me as quote an embarrassment, <laughs> as you used embarrassment as a segue. But I'll tell you what's really embarrassing, Spee, is when you leave someone on your bench. Are you serious? It's true. It's Gosh. never a good look. Listen, just like Jake, these matchups, they could be the difference when we come to basketball season between the Beekman 
and not the Beekman. Well, the only, I have all I have all people should know that the saving grace here is that it wasn't within the difference that Rodon put up, and I would have beat anyone else if I was matched up with anyone else this week. I was the second highest score, so you're, oh, no, you're no, looking no, no. for a redeeming a redeeming quality from this week. <laughs> uh, uh, let's do some players of the week. Players of the week. Players of the week. I always listen when I'm listening to the podcast. Do you ever be like, it just said players of the week, and then I said players of the week right after that? Players uh, of the week. Players of the yeah. week. Starting pitcher Dylan Cease, Timbo. He had 70 fantasy points. That's 35 points per game. Uh, catcher Salvador Perez, also on Timbo's team. 83 fantasy points at 11.86 per game. Save some fucking points for the rest of us, Timbo. Jesus. Golly. When I started doing this, I was like, are we going to see a pattern here? Corner infielder Tommy Edmond on Beekman's team. 63 fantasy points, 10.5 per game. Middle infielder Whit Merrifield, Kamish, 53 points, 7.57 points per game. And... Outfielder Lewis Robert or Robert, I don't know which one. Robert. Robert. Also on Commission's team, 60 fantasy points, 10 per game. Yeah, Jake, save some points for the rest of us, you guys. Get a room with all your points. Why don't you get a win, Jake? Yeah, I definitely could use it. Boys getting lit. We broke out the shine. Last night I got drunk. Bang by a dime. TPF teams of the week standings. New guy still hasn't gotten one in a few weeks. Is he slipping? I don't know. Find out next week. At the top still with seven TPF team points. Then a new second place team is Timbo with three points. Spee with three. Jake with three. Then in fifth place, Cade with two. Little Shep with one. T-Shep with one. Jeb, you know who we're missing here. Oh, yeah. But the TPF team of the week has no reflection on the standing, so I'm not really scared about it. I totally understand that. Um, <laughs> as a guy who's on the fence about it either way. Uh, matchup previews. Let's do some of those. And his name is John C. This week's matchups, first matchup, Jeb versus Timbo. Prediction for this one, Jeb, a lot of points for you. 408 to Timbo's 485. Current scoring on this one is 7-32 to with you in the winning category right now. Looks like you've got Wheeler as a two-start pitcher. And as of right now, no points on your bench. What do you think the outcome for this one's going to be? I have more starts right now by one. I have a couple more hitting starts than him. Uh, it's all just going to depend on um, how good um, both of our uh, elite pitchers do. That usually seems to be the difference uh, if who I'm playing. If my elite pitchers do good and theirs kind of just do mediocre, I end up having a pretty good shot. So, we will see what happens. What is that? You got to make a prediction, though. 
Oh, oh, my bad. Oh, I'm picking myself. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I'm going to take Timbo coming off okay. the TPF team oh. of the week. All right, but okay. I think you have a good shot to make it. What is the pitching stats at? 12 to 11 right now in your oh, favor? 11. Yeah. 63 hitters to 57 hitters in your favor. So you've got a good case to make. Give me the next matchup. Next matchup, we got Beekman versus Cade. The prediction is Beekman 412 to Cade 483. Uh, looks like right now Beekman is 25 and Cade has 45. Um, Kate is also a head-on starts eight to seven, and a head-on uh, hitters fifty-nine to fifty-eight. I am taking Cadence to leave Beekman down in the bottom where he belongs, because I don't want to be there. I would take Cade too, um, but you never know. It, this could be a rally starter for Beekman, and you'd hate to see him get hot going straight into football. Could be. I mean, that was a great showing last week. So, yeah, you gotta love it when the literal Beekman, the Beekman, beats the Kamish. <laughs> I mean, what else can you really ask for in life? It's just a classic. You love to see it. You do love to see it. Uh, let's see. Next matchup is T Shep versus Nick. T Shep's predicted to come away with this one pretty handily, five forty-five to Nick's four fourteen. Right now, it looks like T-Shep has 11 starts to Nick's 8. That's probably a qualifying factor. Um, and their hitter starts are even. And right now, the score is 28-13 to 13 in T-Shep's favor. Um, I don't know if, if Nick has any two starters. It looks like Chris Paddock, um, who was on the aisle and maybe went back on the aisle. No, he's, he's, he's good. He's pitching today. And that's all I think he might have in the two-start realm. Um, I'm going to go with T-Shep. I am also going to go with T-Shep. Next match. Uh, yep, we got Speed versus Jake. The prediction has 487 Speed and Jake 533. Right now... We got, uh, let's see, what's on? 22 Jake with, to 8. Yeah. Oh, 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 that's right. 22 to 8 in Jake's favor. Uh, Jake is up on the start count, 15 to 13, but down 2 on the hitter start count, 61 to 59. Speed, what are you thinking this week? It's going to be a tough one. I don't have a lot of two starts. I feel like... <laughs> Two weeks ago when I played Little Shep, I had so many two starts, and I think everyone's, for some reason, stuck on the same schedule, it seems like. I'll have no starters, no two starts, no two starts in the second week, and then the third week I'll have, like, everyone two starts, and then just one start for everybody for the next week and one start for everybody for the next week. I think this is my last one start for everybody. I'm going to pick myself with some confidence here just to, you know, spark up the team you know like when a manager goes out there and gets ejected over a call that was really actually right but he's just trying to fire up his boys um i think i probably lose to jake this week but i'd like to see my team give it the good old college try what say you jeb i'm going to take jake didn't see that one coming hopefully he gets used to the new dad thing and and you know actually 
makes all of his starts. And you too, Speed. Hopefully both of you start all of your players because, <laughs> listen, we're better than that, guys. We we're are. Better. We are. It's, it takes, you know, five minutes every morning to check it. <laughs> and in our matchup to watch this week, Little Shep versus Kenny, a team that could go for the number one spot going into football or baseball playoffs in Kenny and a team that's looking to make a run into playoffs in Little Shep's team. This one is projected 478 for Little Shep and 437 for Kenny. So at the time of making this doc, Kenny was going to catch that L. As far as points right now, it is 15 to negative 4. It is not looking good for Little Shep. He's got four strikeouts on his team, and no one started pitching yet. Um, however, Kenny's got a pitcher that's got negative three. He's given up six earned runs in three innings. So still looks like anybody's ball game here. Starts, they are 13 to 12, and hitter starts, they are 54 to 59. So really close here, Jeb, um, in a really important matchup for two teams trying to make a move here late in the season. I think... I don't know. This is going to be a good one. Um, oh, man. I think I'm going to take a little Shep. I want to see this thing get a little bit tighter. It'd be good to see a, a, a really crazy playoff race. So I got faith in little Shep. I'm going to pick him. I think I like Kenny's two-start pitchers more than no two-start pitchers? I don't know. They're not great two-start pitchers. It's like Josiah Gray and Jermon Marquez and who else is in here? Chris Flexen. I mean, are those guys you're riding to war with? Probably not. Uh, is it better than nothing? I would hope so. Although at this point, the two pitchers have combined him for zero points. Kenny, I'm I'm pulling for you this week, and I'm playing golf with you Sunday. So we'll be keeping up with it on the course, and uh, I'll, I'll be pulling for you there too. Maybe I'll have a special shot or something if you get my prediction right. If I remember correctly too, uh, Little Shep was saying uh, last week that maybe he was scared about our matchup, thought it was going to be close. Uh, maybe he maybe he loaded up for last week, and now he didn't know that I was planning on losing, and now it's kicking him gonna kick him for Kenny but I still got faith in him I think he pull it out yeah a really interesting week when the matchups break down um here's who we got so far we got Jeb versus Timbo I'm taking Timbo you're taking yourself Jeb Beekman versus Cade we're both taking the cadence Mr. San Antonio himself T-Shep versus Nick we're both taking T-Shep Spee versus Jake we are a split decision I'm taking myself you're taking your brother and in our matchup to watch another split decision, I am taking Kenny, and you are taking Little Shep. So it's going to be an interesting week when we come back here next week and see uh, the, the picks, the gypsy pickers standings, and see all that stuff and see how that shakes out. Really excited to see going into the playoffs. Is my team name not good enough for you, Daddy? I'm trying so hard for you, Daddy. Why can't my team name be good enough? Ah! Uh, team name challenge this week. The topic was baseball movies. Cade is scoring this week, and he was supposed to leave a voicemail, and he hasn't yet. We'll see if we can edit this in later for more explanation. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Speedtastic from the future. Turns out Cade did not, in fact, send that in. What a fucking scrub. Back to the podcast. 
Um, baseball movies, Cade's team name was Giolito at Hawking Ping Pong Balls. Jeb, Hercules' collection of was Gross Man. Is that a like a, a, a severed head reference? No, man, the Sandlot. Hercules oh, was the dog. Sorry. Yeah. I just don't get it, you know? Yeah. You got you you guys in your baseball movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Shimbo. Field of Dreams deserves an Oscar. Little Shep, Max Wild Thing Freed. T Shep, just a bit Justin a bit outside. Jake, Mr. Myrtle says they would come, Ray. They would come. Speed, the Brad News Bears. Kenny, Miley Undollower Man, our arm. Sorry, I'm really bad at reading these. Nick, Heaney Ball. <laughs> Beekman was Beekman. Again, I didn't score this. Kate just texted me and said, congratulations on your win because of Brad was a guy that we played baseball with that was drafted by the Giants, and he was a fucking stud. And I got to use Brad Keller as Brad, but there was no photo for Brad. So uh, the standings points so far are Speed 10, T-Shep 9, Nick 8, Jake 7, Ken Dog 6. It's the first time I'm reading this clearly. Timbo 5, Jeb 4, Little Shep 3, and in parentheses it says for Dale. Beekman 0, and Cade negative 1. All right, again, um, I know it looks quite suspicious, you know, me being on top and all, with no explanation from Cade. Uh, but I, I don't know. He said he was going to call. I don't know, man. Maybe having Cade score is not the best idea. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe give us a phone call, Cade. I don't know. What do you think about the score, Jeb? Clearly. Golly, man. Clearly, there's some collusion going on here. Nope. I mean, no one else would have understood the Brad News Bears but it would have been bad news bears. It's a double whammy. Oh, I know, but I didn't get to call in and, and say, oh, this is how you explain my team name. I had to do it after the fact. I mean, <laughs> we could start putting in like the group chat here. I would like to explain. I would take this moment to explain my team name, please, at Cadence and just tag him every time you do it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's how we get through to him. Yeah. Knowing knowing your team name and and the double whammy behind it, it was a good team name. Thank um, you. So I'm glad you can play with us now, Speed. I think you're going to be a great competitor. Uh, so I was also excited to see how Cade was going to um, score these. But we don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks pretty straight up right now, but <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean the, you never know how it's going to get scored, right? So when you look at it and the first place team gets 10 points and the 9, 8, 7, 6, all the way down, like, okay, that makes a little bit of sense. There's a there's a, there's a a system here. But then you get to Little Shep, who's 3. Then you get to Beekman, who's 0. And Beekman can suck my dick. So we just skip 2 and 1 completely. And then we yeah. got Cade with negative one scoring himself. I mean, we don't, we've never scored ourselves. We've always honorable mentioned and just been like, where would it be if I was playing? So, I yeah. mean, I, I'm cool with Cade scoring himself as long as he's just really mean to himself the whole time and keeps going into negatives. For sure. And I feel like Cade's the guy, he, you know, he might have another uh, winter meeting. No, yeah, another winter meetings Franklin episode. And the waiter gets his order wrong or something. He's like, that's it. Everyone's getting negative 69 this week. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is certainly a <laughs> possibility. 
I guess we'll have to wait to find out. Some of the the best part about doing the team name challenge is just being able to award the most random points and whatever you feel is appropriate at that moment. The best and worst. Just kidding. We have to do a new challenge. Jeb, give me the new challenge. New challenge. Spee, I don't know if it was last week, this week, but uh, you you uh, started making or gathering your honey. Yes. Yeah. We got honey. And we all we all love uh, to plug the great sponsors of this podcast, Spee's Honey. I will never forget tasting your hot honey. So this week's challenge is bees or beekeeping. Bees or beekeeping. All right. We're in it. Bees or beekeeping. I thought you were going to go honey flavors. And that would have huh? been really weird. But I like bees or beekeeping. Yeah. I think that yeah, gives you me. Could, you could slide some honey in there. That, that's bee, under bees or beekeeping. Honey. Bees or beekeeping. Anything involving those three things. Exactly. That's pretty wide open. That's pretty wide I open mean, idea. The beekeeper there. could have a big dick. I mean, that's beekeeping. I mean, it's true. Yeah. So all anything. the sexual ones, apparently, I like to fuck bees. Like, that, those are going to play. Because I know those are coming. Yeah. And I'll call Cade to explain mine so that I'm sure I'll, I'll get some good points. I'll put it in week. the group chat so we can see it. Oh, that's true. All right, now we're doing Hotline, and then the more you know, and we'll be done. This commercial has been brought to you by Stop Being a Little Bitch. Make that trade or catch this fade and stop being a little pussy. Mega League Hotline, we have no voicemails because Jeb's the only one that ever calls in, and he's here with us this week. So, Jeb, give us the craziest thing you've seen this week. All right, instead of the craziest thing I saw last week, I'm going to do the craziest thing that I'm doing this week. We all know that there's only one fantasy league. That is the Mega League. And one we podcast. All know there, we all know there's only one podcast, the Mega League podcast. But. I don't like where this is going. We are talking. Podcorn is not going to have anything on us. We have 11 of the best listeners in the world, Speed. And I had to come on this week to prepare myself. I will be going on arguably the most popular motocross wrap-up show in the industry this Wednesday night. Talking motocross? Talking motocross. So there's a five-hour show every Monday night, and it's kind of like a Howard Stern setup where they have a wrap-up show uh, to wrap it up in like an hour. And um, so I've been sending in segments to the five-hour main show, and it was actually the future headlines like I've done on here a Mm -hmm. couple times. And I called in the first night, and one of the co-hosts on the show was like, dude, you should hire this guy. And so now I've sent some in and they call it Jeb's future headlines on this show. And I mean, hundreds of thousands of people listen to this show. And so uh, the guy that does the wrap up show reached out to me and I was talking to him on Twitter. I was like, I would love to be on sometime. And he's like, well, how about a couple Wednesdays from now? And I'm like, really? Okay. Uh, so I'm really nervous about it, but I'm totally going to shout this out. Yeah, you should shout us out. You should send me a link to the recording so I can uh, 
pull some of the better clips in here and put them in the put them in our podcast because I think it'd be kind of cool to have that crossover in there. And hey, you know maybe we'll get a twelfth listener. You never know. I'm surprised we have eleven to start with. So hey, everything's uphill from here. And congratulations on getting on that. That's pretty sick. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm pretty nervous about it, but you know. You'll do. You'll do just fine. You've had tons of practice with Speed's Megapod. <laughs> uh, the more you know. What was the question? The question was: In the 1995 movie Grumpier Old Men, what is the name of the legendary fish that Max and John try to catch, which shares its name with a famous baseball pitcher from the 70s? I said Catfish Hunter. Tell me I'm right. You are. Correct, Really? Good job. You are. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> catfish hunter. I mean, uh, you're thinking baseball and fish. There's only, I saw a full, yeah. it was a couple couple months ago on Twitter, somebody was like doing themed team names with like their last names. And they did the yeah. all aqua, mam aqua life team and like Mike Trout and catfish hunter and all them made it. So still fresh in the brain. So awesome. Sick. Well, Good then. job. I I did not get that right. I should have known that one because I do know who Catfish Hunter is, but uh, cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. I appreciate you taking the time to do the show, Doc. Uh, any help is appreciated, so I thank you so much for doing that and taking the time to do the podcast. Um, pretty quick one here today. Uh, not a lot of bullshit going on, and I'm sure our listeners appreciate that as well. Um, anything you want to say before I let you go? But again, I appreciate you. Yeah, guys, reach out to Speed. Uh, we all love the podcast. I know I look forward to it uh, every week coming out. So reach out to Speed, help him with the doc. It's a lot of work, but uh, you can get it done, and uh, we can all have something awesome to listen to. So thank you, Speed, for having me, and uh, thank you for doing this. I, I do really appreciate it. So I'll yeah. be on sometime in the future. For sure, and thank you guys for listening. Next one we come out will be a week from today, and we will have a football draft to hopefully talk about, so that'll be fun. And uh, if you want to play some golf on Sunday, let me or Timbo know. And uh, either way, I'll probably see you guys in the Zoom room Sunday night for the draft. That'll be a good time. And this has been Season 5, Episode 9. Until next time, boys. Deuces. Deuces. Listening to Speed Megapod. Deuces.